Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, today I want to talk about a paper that came out last year. It was written by a doctoral student from, uh, from the out of the University of Vigo in Spain named Alberto Caballero. And the paper was uh, talked about this, the possibility that there uh, could be four hostile alien civilizations that are lurking out there in the Milky Way galaxy that uh, could potentially at some point uh, invade Earth. Uh, so I'm going to talk about this, among other things, uh, and I'm just going to go through this article a little bit here. It says here, uh, the Milky Way is home to millions of potentially habitable planets, and approximately four of them may harbor evil alien civilizations that would invade Earth if they could. Uh, the new paper poses a peculiar question. What are the odds that humans could one day contact a hostile alien civilization that's capable of invading our planet? Uh, to answer this, Caballero uh, began by looking back at human history before looking out to the stars. Uh, and then he, he wrote uh, in his study that this paper attempts to provide an estimation of the prevalence of hostile extraterrestrial civilizations through an extrapolation of the probability that we, as the human civil civilization, would attack or invade an inhabited exoplanet. Uh, to reach his estimation, Caballero first counted the number of countries that invaded other countries between 1915 and 2022. He found that a total of 51 of the world's 195 nations had launched some sort of invasion during that period. The United States sat at the top of the list, with 14 invasions tallied at that time. Then he weighted each country's probability of launching an invasion based on that country's percentage of the global military expenditure. Again, the United States came in top with 38% of global military spending. Uh, and then from there, Caballero added each country's individual probability of instigating an invasion, then divided the sum by the total number of countries on Earth, ending up with what he describes as the current human probability of invasion of an extraterrestrial civilization. Uh, according to this model, the current odds of humans invading another inhabited planet are, are 0.028%. However, Cal Caballero wrote that probability refers to the current state of human civilization and humans aren't currently capable of interstellar travel. If current rates of technological advancement hold, then interstellar travel would be possible, wouldn't be possible for another 259 years. Uh, Cal Caballero calculated using the he calculated this using the Kardashev scale, a system that categorizes, categorizes how advanced the civiliz civilization is based on its energy expenditure. Uh, assuming the frequency of human invasions continues to decline over that time at the same rate that invasions have declined over the last 50 years, an average of minus 1.15% per year, according to Caballero's paper, then the human race has a 0.0014% probability of invading another planet when we potentially become an interstellar or type 1 civilization 259 years from now. That may sound like very slim odds, and it is, until you start multiplying it by the millions of potentially habitable planets in the Milky Way. For his final calculation, Caballero turned to a 2012 paper published in the journal Mathematical SETI, in which researchers predicted that as many as 15,785 alien civilizations could theoretically share the galaxy with humans. Caballero concluded that less than one of the Type 1 civilizations 
0.22, to be precise, would be hostile toward humans who make contact. However, the number of malicious neighbors increases to 4.42 when, when, when accounting for civilizations that, like modern humans, are not yet capable of interstellar travel, Caballero told Vice News. And then he, here's a direct quote from him. He says, I don't mention the 4.42 civilizations in my paper because, one, we don't know whether all the civilizations in the galaxy are like us, and two, a civilization like us would probably not pose a threat to another one since we don't have the technology to travel to their planet. Uh, and then he could, the article continues here. It says, four hostile alien powers doesn't seem like a lot to worry about. Furthermore, the probability that humans might contact one of these malicious civilizations and then be invaded by them <clears throat> is vanishingly small, Caballero added. Uh, the probability of extraterrestrial invasion by a civilization whose planet we message is around two orders of magnitude lower than the probability of a planet killer asteroid collision, he wrote in his paper, adding that planet-killing asteroids like the one that doomed the dinosaurs are one in 100 million year events. And then it continues here, it says, though Caballero's study poses an interesting thought experiment, the author admits his model has limitations. The invasion probability is based on a very narrow slice of human history, and it makes many assumptions about the future development of our species. The model also assumes that alien intelligence will have brain compositions, values, and senses of empathy similar to those of humans, which may simply not be the case, which I totally, I'm going to stop there for a second. Yeah, we don't know what aliens, how, how they think, what their th thought processes, how they operate. Uh, anyway, continuing here, it says, I did the paper based only on life as we know it, he said. We don't know the mind of extraterrestrials. Exactly, we don't. And by the looks of things, it'll be at least a few hundred more years until we do. Well, there there we, there's the rub, isn't it? Uh, by the looks of things, it'll be at least a few hundred more years until we do. Now, many of us know... See, again, this is taking, taken from a scientific perspective where we're living in this Alice in Wonderland fantasy land where there are no extraterrestrials here and we have there's been no contact ever between human beings and beings from other places. That's the, the fantasy land that's, that's, that you have, to, you have to remember goes along with this study. Uh, of course, someone like this, somebody who's doing a, 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 a doctoral student is, isn't going to put together something talking about uh, the the reality that there's extraterrestrials already here even though the evidence uh, is it, it's it's so mountainous at this point there's no question about it but uh, again this guy he's suggesting that there could be four alien civilizations that out there waiting for us or and, and some of them could be uh, not nearly as advanced as we are at this point and maybe some of them are a little bit more advanced we again it's all all pure speculation and it's it's all much ado about nothing when you really think about it because we have no idea. We have no idea. You could come up with all the different... The, the, this galaxy is so big, you don't know how many planets out there harbor life, intelligent life. We just don't know. I mean, there could be a planet out there <clears throat> that's similar to Earth. Earth was uh, 5,000 years ago and, and, and people are very primitive right now and maybe they're really bad. Maybe the intelligent life that's on that planet right now could be really bad. Uh, but then again, there could be another planet out there that's very similar to Earth, but they're maybe a thousand years more advanced than we are, but they're still not able to to uh, uh, travel deep distances in the galaxy like apparently some beings are. Again, this, this doesn't take into account all of the evidence that has compiled over the decades uh, that suggests that there's already aliens here 
right? And I, I suggest that, you know, even though there are a lot of people out there, I know I'm going to just point this out before I even go further on this. There are a lot of people out there who think that aliens are here for noble purposes, to help human, their humankind. And, and, and maybe in some cases that's true. But, I mean, there's a lot of research that's been done by different people over the decades that suggests otherwise. I mean, if you look at the alien abduction phenomena, how could that be, how could that be construed as, as, as good? I mean, if, if the implications that, are, uh, that, 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 that it has, that this abduction phenomenon has, like according to people like David Jacobs, uh, who's a Temple Un- retired Temple University professor who studied this for decades, interviewed over well over a thousand people who have been abducted by aliens over over the years, and has come to some conclusions. I mean, people like him who who have actually studied this, worked with people, talked with people, met with people, hypnotized people, right? That have been abducted by aliens. I mean, he's someone who's actually done the research, and he paints a, a very ugly picture of what's going on here right now. At least with concerning some of these aliens, right? We don't know. There could be a whole. It seems like there are other kinds out there reported by different people. Sometimes, uh, ones that don't uh, aren't the gray aliens or or or, uh, or reptilians or, or insectoids. There seems to be some other types out there too, and maybe they are good and they're coming here. But based on research by a lot of people, it looks doesn't look good. Now, you know, I talk a lot recently. There's been a few podcasts where I talk about cattle mutilations. Now, if if that's simply if the aliens if that's aliens are doing that simply for food purposes, I, I don't see how you could that that that's not evil. Then I mean I don't think that would be evil if, they, if that's what they live off of, right? Uh, animal blood, right? Well, how could we complain, really? I mean, look what we do. We we kill how many all different kinds of animals, all kinds of fish, birds, cattle deer anything i mean we humans eat all kinds of uh meat and 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 so i don't i just don't see how we could if if that's the purpose behind it right if the aliens are doing this because they need to eat too well i don't see how human race could complain about that i guess the question with cattle mutilations is why are they doing it again it could be for some sort of experimentations right but then again why we can't even complain about that look at the things we do the, the human race does to animals so I mean, I, that's not evil. Then I don't. I don't think that that would be how you could construe that as evil. If that's those those are the purposes. I mean, because we do the same kind of things. Uh, but when it comes to alien abduction, when when people are getting abducted and 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 they feel like they're terrorized and they're they're, they're stressed out and 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 that doesn't seem good. But even beyond that, what's even more scary is is what the reasons are behind the abductions, like. Has people like Jacobs has talked about in books like The Threat and uh, uh, his other book, Walking Among Us, right? I'm going to get into some of that uh, in a minute. And uh, it's not good. It doesn't sound good to me at all, actually. It sounds like they're evil. Like, to me, if you, if you, the message that I get out of those books is that basically there's an extraterrestrial presence here that's trying to take over mankind somehow when you when you and that's it i mean at some point the, they're doing it right now we're in the midst of it right now right now according to jacobs there are beings among us that look like humans but they're not because over the course of many decades they've come up with this uh perfect you hum, uh, uh what he calls hubrid uh, a mixture of alien and and humans that passes for a human and you wouldn't be able to tell a difference if you saw them in the street and that they have, but they at the same time they have the same uh, 
powers as an alien as, as these extraterrestrials have these uh, the powers to control people the power to uh, read your mind uh, to communicate telepathically they, like they they seems like they've been working toward this and now uh, we're on to this other phase of this abduction program which is now integration and it's not doesn't sound good to me at all it sounds like it basically what we're working what, what's if, if it's true then that means they're working toward consuming us in a way it's a different it would be a different form of a of an invasion like we always look at at war like human the human mind looks at war like shooting people duh, 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 you know blowing things up that that way but an extraterrestrial race might look at it a different way maybe the war here that's ongoing that we're just not recognizing not enough of us anyway is that it's a war against our genetics and at some point, we're, we're, we're going to be something different. We're going to become something different over time, and not by choice, but by the, but by the actions of these visitors, right? They're they're basically taking us over. They're consuming us, and and, be, and they're turning us into them. That's it's basically a war against our genetics rather than destroying the planet. It's just something that takes a little bit longer, uh, you know, than a, than than the kind of wars that we uh, uh, know of. And uh, anyway, we're going to talk about that a little bit more. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Okay, we are back. Uh, now, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the things that uh, David M. Jacobs talked about in his book, Walking Among Us, uh, The Alien Plan to Control Humanity. And, uh, you know, there's... A, there's a lot of things that he goes over here. It's a great book, and of course, I'll leave the link in the description so you can, if you want to get it, you can check it out yourself. It's just a fantastic book. Uh, fascinating, fascinating stuff. But, you know, one of the things, you have people who debunk this whole phenomenon. You know, you have the people out there who just won't accept it, like uh, the, the bunkers of the world, the Neil deGrasse Tysons of the world, the mainstream media. Like, they just don't lend this any credence. But yet, when you really think about it, have they ever done any research on this? No, none of them have. But people like David Jacobs has done research on this, and here he presents his findings. They don't want to look at this. They don't. Nobody wants to, seems to wants to consider this. But, I mean... Yeah, they, they'll they'll blame things like alien abduction on 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 sleep paralysis or or psychological issues things like that and uh, false memory syndrome like that hypnosis isn't really that good but but again these people never I mean that's that's sitting in an armchair and making these proclamations without really looking at this at the data I mean the fact of the matter is like Jacob, uh, Jacobs points out here in his book. Uh, uh, th there are things that happen that, that th this is how there's sometimes people are abducted uh, they're actually missing from their normal environment when these things happen people go missing and then some people uh, are abducted in, in groups right and and and, and they can and then later on they're able to confirm with other abductees that yeah I was there too and then sometimes there's people who are just that, that actually witness abductions these things have happened sometimes there's actually witnesses to people getting abducted sometimes that happens every now and then uh, and then when these people are returned uh, they have marks on their body there's they're bruised uh, there's all kinds of pro sometimes they have broken bones you know according to Jacobs I mean this stuff is all in his book and he goes over it uh, people have their sometimes their clothes are turned inside out and they're they're wearing somebody else's clothes sometimes I mean so that there's there are things that that lend to the re the reality of this that that shows that yeah this is really happening and this doesn't sound like good aliens to me i mean uh, this sounds like evil aliens up to something and that's the thing is well, what are they up to now according to jacobs they're up to basically taking the world over taking the human race over 
controlling us some at some point. We're working toward a change, uh, according to Jacobs. Uh, and then the, the other thing is, a lot of the people who are abducted, uh, they don't want this. They they they're, they won't be want to be told that they're crazy and it's not really happening. But now, I mean, even beyond abductions, now it's 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 reached another phase. Like abductions, according to Jacobs, like in the early two thousands, started to decline, and now it seems like there's another. We've been in, in, engaged in this other phase. Uh, but anyway, let's, I'm going to go through some of the stuff that he writes here. We're going to he talks about the different kind of beings uh, that were that that are involved in this, uh, and uh, of course the. Uh, insectoid seems the uh, these things that look like praying mantises they seem to be at the top of this food chain they seem to be like the ones that are in charge uh, he writes here they seem superior in, in intellect and in breadth of understanding they do not have the well-ordered routine of which grays abide and they're therefore they are less structured they do not perform commonplace tasks like physically taking humans into a ufo or guiding them through the corridors into rooms they sometimes conduct preliminary examinations on, on abduction although these procedures are generally left to the grays uh, they employ neural engagement and, and abductees report that they perform the most penetrating and strongest neural engagement of all aliens they appear they appear to have more knowledge of the program than other aliens so obviously uh these insectoids that are at the top of this uh, group that that are involved in the abductions uh they're the ones in charge obviously and uh, they're the scariest, obviously. Uh, he, and he writes here, abductees report that some insectolins, he, he refers, to, refers to them as insectolins, wear robes or cloaks with extremely high collars that rise above where ears would be on humans. Researchers do not understand the role of these robe-wearing insectolins. And abductees almost never describe them as involved with common abduction procedures. It is possible that they have a higher status than other insectolins, but more research is needed to understand their function. Uh, and then he also writes that they're, they're, these beings are supremely logical and appear to lack a human-like emotion. Abductees' descriptions of their personalities and communication patterns indicate that they care little about human civilization. To them, humans are an inferior species who are almost childlike in their ability to think and whom they can manipulate not only individually, but societally as well. Uh, and they also appear these insectolins have no sense of human morality or ethics, although they may have their own characteristic morality. Uh, for them, abducting people is a logical means to an end. I guess let's stop there. Again, we don't know what that end is, though. Uh, but it doesn't, I don't think it could be anything good, right? I mean, again, if Jacobs is the one who researches, I know to a lot of people out there who might just be hearing this for the first time, this might sound com completely insane. Actually, when I read the threat back in the late 90s, I thought that was completely insane, and it scared me. I, you know, I don't. What do you do with this information? It doesn't seem like there's anything you can do with it. You just got you either accept it or you don't. But maybe we should try to start accepting this as a whole and try to understand what's going on here. But again, then, then again, though, it might be too late. Uh, anyway, I'm going to skip forward to some of the other beings and uh, that that he talks about. There's the Greys, of course. That they seem to be the ones that do the. The, the physical labor uh they're the ones the smaller ones do the abducting uh and uh the taller ones seem to be doing the uh removing sperm and eggs from from 
humans. So they're the ones that are doing the the the, the doctor work. You know, they're do, the ones uh, involved in that. And then there, of course, there seems to be repti- uh, reptilians, reptilian type beings also that are involved in this. Uh, and he here, uh, Jacob says they, they're more difficult to categorize and describe. And are reportedly reported only infrequently. Abductees' descriptions of them vary. Some are portrayed as having scaly skin, some as having lizard or snake-like faces. Many abductees are frightened by these, either because of their appearance or because, in some way, they seem threatening. Why reptilians? Why, or excuse me. Why reptilians seem to be more threatening than other aliens is an open question. Although some abductees say they are more mentally aggressive. This, along with their popular association with Earth's reptiles has made them the object of endless conjecture and biblical ruminations by interested abduction followers. It is possible that my hybridization hypothesis hypothesis does not apply to reptilians, but their existence has other potential meanings uh, that he addresses later in his book. Uh, reptilians communicate telepathically like insectilins and the rest of the workforce. Their tasks are the same as the greys, but they do not physically abduct people as do greys and other hybrids. And then he talks about humanoids. These are <clears throat> beings that are in various stages of hybridization. There's like the early stage hybrids, which look like a lot like aliens. And then there are middle stage humanoid hybrids that uh, they, they basically look like, still look alien. You know, you, you, you'd be able to know that there's something going on. But then there's late stage human humanoids who, uh, who he talks about here. And I want to read this paragraph, what he says about the late stage humanoids. And these, these are scary. <clears throat> He says here, late-stage humanoids are of human stature and can easily pass for human, except that their irises may be too large and they may not have pubic or body hair, although they have normal head hair. In recent years, abductees have described an increasing role for late-stage humanoids in the program. The males sometimes become personal project hybrids, attaching themselves to female abductees from an early age. They visit these abductees frequently over decades and have a personal relationship with them. They use these abductees for both sexual and insemination purposes, thus relieving sexual tension and perhaps bypassing egg-taking procedures and fetal implantation. Late-stage humanoids have become somewhat socialized into human society. They visit abductees in their homes. They make sure abductees do not violate security by, for example, remembering and consistently describing their abductions to others. The relationships between late-stage humanoids and abductees can be both affectionate and or aggressively hostile depending on the humanoid's mindset and whether the abductee is obeying orders. They live on board. Uh, human stage hybrids are indistinguishable for humans except in their neurological abilities. Little is known about the functions of these hybrids, but they seem to have a single-minded purpose to ensure that the hybrids, which is the late, the 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 ultimate stage hybrid, right? We'll we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, it seems here. Uh, let me go back here a little bit. It says, but they seem to have a single-minded minded purpose to ensure that the hybrids who are living on Earth are adjusting smoothly. They operate on Earth, but whether they stay here permanently is unknown. Some act as advanced hybrids coming to Earth to find housing for those who follow. Others act as security hybrids who are rigidly concerned with protecting the hubrids beginning to live on Earth. They keep abductees quiet if they remember their abductions and make sure they are performing their duties of helping hubrids assimilate into Earth's population. If abductees are recalcitrant or resist orders, security hybrids do what is necessary to bring them into compliance. If abductees do not respond to orders and tell an abduction investigator about their participation in the program, 
Security hybrids stop this behavior by admonishing them or, if necessary, threatening them and even using physical violence. Security hybrids live alone in apartments near integrating hybrids, although how much time they spend on Earth or on a UFO is unknown. So basically you have these, they're basically like enforcers, these uh, late-stage humanoid hybrids, right? They're, they're just late-stage enforcers that protect and 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 threaten and excuse me protect the hubrids make sh- and also try to help try to prevent uh, abductees from uh you know letting anyone else know what they're experiencing so things like that and then of course the final stage here the final the end game result of every all of this is hubrids and according to jacobs they represent the end point of the human hybridization program they are they are indistinguishable with indistinguishable from humans in every way except neurologically they can speak orally or use telepathy and most important they can neurologically control humans it seems they have one main function to live on earth undetected blending seamlessly into society this goal is the penultimate event in the abduction program. Even after being educated about aspects of Earth living, hubrids are still exceptionally naive about the complexities of human life and they require an immense amount of help from abductees. But they are quick learners and soon adjust to the social complexity complexities in which they have been immersed. I have found two types of hubrids, hubrids, independent hubrids who live alone and group hubrids who share an apartment usually with one to three other hubrids. Uh, And so what is this all about? You know, again, basically they're integrating themselves into our society by manipulating our genetics and this through this uh, abduction program. Uh, And what does it mean? Anyway, he, he talks he talks here about alien hybrid society. He says aliens come from a collective society in which individuality and personal lives are virtually non-existent. Function and task are paramount. They appear to have no idle or personal time during which they can indulge in any type of rest or recreation. Insectolins and greys have limited and narrow emotional ranges. Moreover, the world of aesthetics that occupies the lives of so many humans is non-existent in alien society. It is entirely possible that no art forms exist, no painting, drawing, literature, music, drama, or dance. Likewise, there is no evidence of entertainment of any sort except for hybrid children's toys. Well, I'm not going to read any of the rest of this. Again, this is a book that if you, if you don't have it, you 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 want to you might want to check it out. But to me, right, this doesn't sound good. This sounds like you know they're trying to take over. This doesn't sound. This, I mean, if you look at his our history, human history. I mean, if you look at World War II, for instance, you basically had the uh, the Germans, the Nazis trying to uh, well, what was their plan basically they were trying to they they did all this holocaust and basically the, the end game for them was to have a whole world with uh, the this aryan race right that, that's what they were doing by via killing everybody that they didn't like right so what are these aliens doing it's really in a way it's almost similar right they're basically altering the genetics of human beings if it's all true if jacobs is correct right if his research uh, uh, is correct they're basically changing it's a war on human genetics and they're changing us to be so we become them and then we don't have any individuality no recreation no fun no no more family picnics no more get togethers nothing nothing like that and we all become just like worker bees for some insect uh, intelligent insect from outer space basically that's what it looks like if all of this is true for us for as crazy as it sounds earlier we were talking about this uh 
this paper from last year talking about that there might be four hostile alien civilizations lurking in the milky way well let me guess what i think that's already here i think there's all if this is research conducted by david jacobs and among others there was other people like bud hopkins who investigated this kind of stuff but jacobs has come to some conclusions and uh they are not good i mean it doesn't look good these things look like they want to take over if that's what's going on here uh and I guess that, you know, here's the problem. This is why I don't like the fact that this is covered up by the government is because if this is true, then, and a lot of people out here like, like, like us, we're, we're out there wondering, okay, is this, was this, is this what's happening and you're not telling us? Well, how do we know that these extraterrestrials, and I brought this up before, how do we know that they're not the ones in the, that are controlling the, the group that's keeping this secret? I mean, if, if, if hubrids have these abilities to do these kind of things, to control people telepathically, uh, then how do we know that they're not the ones pulling the strings behind the scenes all this time? And, and people like, on, you know, in the government, even presidents of the United States, they don't even, uh, they're, they're not aware what's really going on because for all, for all we know, this might be going on a lot longer than even Jacobs talks about. I, I just think again we need to open we need to have, this needs to be an open discussion I mean I, if this is what's going on and that means they're around us at all times we don't even know who's who and you wouldn't be able to tell either you would be no way of knowing and if you even got close what do you think is going to happen they're going to do something to you that you'll forget you won't even know what, you, what you're looking for if they have these kind of abilities over our or over our minds like they like like is claimed uh, by people like Jacobs uh, and here's another thing just to keep in mind you know a lot of people think that all these abductions that the, the only time they re- people recover these uh, memories of these abduction events is through hypnosis that's not true at all there's a lot of people who get abducted and remember a lot of it you know a good chunk of it sometimes all of it then they don't even need hypnosis right and but they're going to a psychiatrist or, or to, to find out hey am I going crazy this is what this is what's going on and then they, they want to be told that they're going crazy. And they don't even need hypnosis to recover these memories. So this is, to me, this seems like something is happening here behind the scenes. And it doesn't seem like it's good. So uh, the, this study from this guy, this this uh, guy from Spain last year about four, the possibility that there's four hostile alien civilizations out there. Well, guess what? Uh, the chances, it, it, he, he suggests that the chances are really, really slim that they'll ever get around to invading Earth. I think if, if what Jacobs is saying true is true, they're already here and they're already up to no good. And, and, and with all due respect to all the people out there who, who are, think they're star children and all this kind of stuff, I, 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 I'm sorry, but again, you can't ignore this either. You can't, I mean, I, there could, that could be the case. There could be good, good aliens out there, I guess, right? Uh, I I don't know. I, I don't know. All, all I know is this: is I know that there's something here. That's all I know. All I can tell you, because I based on my own experiences, I there was I, I encountered an extraterrestrial being, so I know, right? I know, right? I saw a craft that I know was not human made. There's just no way. Uh, so, but I don't. I, I I'm not sure what what's true and what's not, and that's why I think it's important for the government to come out and let everyone know what the hell's going on. I mean, is this true? Are there beings taken over, and you're just, and we're, they're just sitting behind the scenes with their arms, you know, their arms crossed, and not doing anything about it, and just letting it happen? Or are they being controlled by the aliens themselves? I guess these are all kinds of questions I have. It's important that we get to, the, we have the truth already. This is absurd that just just keeps going on. No resolution. All we, all, all of us do is uh, wonder. All, what, what, what's true and what's not? I mean, again. 
I, I have to uh, would have to uh, go along with Jacobs because he actually did research. You know, when you, you Neil deGrasse Tyson, what did he, he never did any research? All he does is go on CNN and say, no, nah, there's there's no proof. He's done no research. Like there's a lot of people, the people that are the talking heads on the mainstream news, right? None of these people have done serious research for the most part. People like Dave Jacobs has researched this. And this is some of the conclusions that he's come to. And it doesn't sound good to me. It sounds like evil aliens are already here and they're up to really bad, no good. Anyway, until next time.